right, welcome to episode three of Open Conversations. Uh, in this episode, we're gonna we're gonna have a conversation about, of all things, religion. This is something that um, a lot of people have varied opinions about, uh, whether that be good, whether that be bad. But it's definitely something that bears conversation. Something that uh, I think about often. So, this conversation we'll talk about religion. What's your, your? It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a sticky subject. Um, one of those subjects that you say that we're told to stay away from. Right, right. You know why? Why is that? First off, why is that? When they say don't talk, when you meet somebody or talk to somebody, don't talk about politics. Don't talk about religion. Why? Why not? Well, first off, I want to say welcome, guests. Um, Dominica Johnson. Just great to be back with you guys. Um, I feel like that topic is, is sticky and heated because there's so much emotion involved around religion. Mm-hmm. There's so much um, conditioning, um, so, so many beliefs that not everyone holds true about religion. So I think it's just, it's just a bundle of emotional, I don't know. Just a lot of emotions involved with religion. Some people have good experience. Some people have bad. So this is your topic, Sherm. So what I'm going to ask is that you take it away. I have some viewpoints, but I know that you are the pastor. <laughs> nah. Nah. Um, <laughs> As people call you. <laughs> no, it, it's like what you just said about um, two things that, that are Kind of stick out one is the emotion behind it right and other is the difference in opinion mm-hmm. but i tend to look at it from uh from a higher view from ten thousand feet above that that viewpoint and i don't i don't if, if i feel like if you're down on the ground in that that battle between whether or not religion is is true whether or not and and when i say religion that's a broad category what would you define religion as a belief system basically what it comes down to it's your belief system uh but i would say that typically would incorporate a belief in a higher power a higher power or powers and And that belief system i feel like comes with a lot of rules well let's look at most religions look at the the um the root of the word Uh, you look it up religion in the different in the dictionary and You'll find stuff like um, uh, to bind, like Latin, I believe it is to bind. Um, that's the root word. That's where it comes from, or to obligate. And I think one of the things that throws me off is that we, like I grew up in a in a, a, a Christian household, a Baptist household, and we can go into that that topic right there. <laughs> this is one of the reasons that I feel the way that I do feel about about religion as a whole. Um, and we'll get into that next. <laughs> exactly how do you feel about religion? Uh, absolutely. <laughs> we, we, we'll go there and I want your comments too. But, yes. Um, you know, it, it's, 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 it's deep. And it's a cause of, 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 of division. But going back to what I, what I said about the, the obligation portion of it, it just seemed, always seemed weird to me how just one small aspect of religion, to give and not expect anything in return. Right, so so we're taught to be like God, like in the Christian faith, we're taught to be like God or like Christ, mm-hmm. and to give and not expect anything in return. Right. Yet, it's almost related to me as a child that if I, you know, I'm taught to give somebody something without an obligation, but they turn right around and say, "Well, God gave you life, and you're obligated to praise Him, and if you don't," This is what's going to happen to you. This 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 negative outcome. For, so for, for me, it was, it was confusion. You know, it was a lot of confusion. But now that I'm older and and I and I, I've come into more information and more knowledge, more experience, I understand that even inside of a uh, of a defined religion, no matter what that is, there's different uh, takes on it, mm-hmm. different interpretations of things. Mm-hmm. You know, so like I mentioned before about the um, uh, subsets like Baptists, 
part of Christianity, Pentecostals. You got there's so many, so many different, different facets. I can't keep up. Mm -hmm. I couldn't keep up. I mean, I used to when I was little. It it it, it was like, um, okay, God was was God, and might get fancy and somebody say Jehovah, right? <laughs> <laughs> and then I was gone for a while, <laughs> doing my own thing. Hadn't been to church in quite some time. And then went to church and they were rattling off names. <laughs> I was like, you know, Jehovah this and Jehovah that. And I was like, oh, wow. I never knew any of this even existed. <laughs> you know, this is crazy. This is crazy. So which, which, what, which what's going on which here? Which is it? Yeah, yeah. This is new. <laughs> this is all new. You know, this is all new stuff. So. But but anyway, what is, what was your experience with religion growing up? My religion, I mean, my experience with church, I grew up in a Baptist church from probably ages uh, 2 to maybe about 12, 13. My experience was, it was a lot of, um, it was too disciplined for me too constricting for me, even as a child. Um, it, not only was it your parent forcing you to have to go to Sunday school, I personally, when I you know, went to Sunday school, yes, I enjoyed, but I, I always felt like I was forced to do it even when I did enjoy it, sure. you know? It, and that didn't sit well with me. Maybe that stifled some of my, um, you know, enjoyment, but <laughs> being forced to go to church. And I just didn't enjoy the Baptist setup. So what would you say? Somebody said, um, well, what about school? You're being forced to go to school. Does that make it bad? I can't say that I enjoyed school either. Right. Because right. it was forced. Right. It wasn't something that I just gravitated to. I went did, because I had to. What did they tell and you? that was the same thing with church. What did they tell you? What it was good for you? School Even if it's good, good it didn't feel good. Right. It right. didn't feel, I wasn't learning the things that I wanted to learn or the, the things that I was interested in. I was learning the things that we're, we need to learn or you're supposed to learn to be able to navigate, you know, as a productive citizen when you're an adult. Yeah. Um, the reason I asked that question though was, it was, I think it's just a big difference between uh, like information or you know, when you say you're forced to go to school, it's one thing, but it's not forcing you to believe anything other than the Pledge of Allegiance and all this. I mean, get into that separately, but you're not being forced to. Uh, religion is something. It's it's different. It's it, yeah. you know, it's a it's a more of an internal thing. Mm -hmm. You know, school, in my in my opinion, should be largely based on just facts and figures. You know, and it's provable. A lot mm -hmm. of what is provable, math and science mm -hmm. and things of that nature, but. When you feel like you're being forced to it's believe like, something that that doesn't make sense to you or right. nobody can prove right you, the, you don't completely understand it. it it's yeah it puts up a barrier mm -hmm. and then you have all these questions that are really not being clearly answered you know um i remember i had a a, a friend i was about seven years old and this girl she just popped into my life we used to ride our bikes together but her family was heavily heavily christian she um one day started telling me about the revelations mind you up until that point i hadn't really heard about revelations now how old are you about seven seven okay. when i tell you she scared the crap out of me I went home and I just, I told my mom, I'm like, why is this going to happen? You know? So I was so fearful of what God was going to do. You know, he's coming back and the rapture and all the pain and suffering that we're going to have. If you're not, if you don't believe this and how do I know at seven years old that I'm already, you know, a good person or that I meet the standards that what is are the set, standard? right. The standard. Who knows? Right, because it's always changing. It? Yes. I, I mean, some people it was like, what, what, "What must I do to be saved?" Well, you just believe this, and you're and you're good. And then you go to church next Sunday, and you're not quite saved because you didn't do this, this, and this. That's what I mean. A lot of rules. Right. There are a lot to me. There are a lot of rules in religion. Hmm. 
Um, and I've always been a little bit re rebellious, but right. just by nature, right. if it didn't feel right, then it's not going to happen. Right. <laughs> right. And yeah. I'll suffer the consequ consequences right. of that. Right. <laughs> I've always been like that, what? just strong will. Um, and, but yeah, that, that story, the stories that that girl told me freaked me out. And that really kind of put a little nugget in me that something's not right because if God's supposed to be loving, why would things, why would we have to suffer in that manner? Why would he come back to make us suffer and put us through all of this? If you're a sinner or if you're, you know, I, I, there was a, uh, um, a video that I watched it was yesterday or was the day before. Uh, and it spoke, kind of spoke on that, you know, about the um, the fact that you have, a, in, in, in this context, and what we were taught, you have a God that's just brutal. And in many cases, to people who have never even heard of him and don't know of him and couldn't have done otherwise because of just the way that they came into this world, their upbringing. In their environment and it, it yeah it's just like when you hear when you hear things that just don't click right. you have to step back and, and kind of look at it the big picture when you said about what feels natural what feels right there's a lot of significance to that i saw uh, a, a guy talking about and it ended up being a, a video about veganism mm -hmm. right now no matter what you feel about veganism whether it's right to eat meat or not eat meat that was beside what I'm talking about is the influence in the way that the information was presented and it made a lot of sense. Mm -hmm. In this video, he talks about um, why we eat what we eat and why we think it's okay or versus why we don't think it's okay. Why people in other countries eat what they eat, mm -hmm. you know. And in there, he, he showed a picture of these these cute little pigs, baby pigs, mm -hmm. and it's like, what's the first thing that comes to your mind? And somebody in the, in the, he's teaching a class like a seminar. And somebody says, "Cute," and he's like, "Yeah, right, cute." So if if somebody pulled out a knife and was going to go chop this little cute pig up, you know, somebody in this room would probably <laughs> say, hey, don't do that. You know, yeah. uh, or if they gave you a knife, you go do it. Would you go do it? No, probably not. Right. They're just so cute. Right. But you have no problem eating bacon out of this nice package. And the only reason that that bacon is there is because you had some people who were willing to do what you didn't want to do. To listen to the sounds you didn't want to listen to. Right. to you're see far removed from. You're right, right. Yeah. So you're conditioned to exhibit uh, what, at, at that point what is an unnatural behavior mm -hmm. um, because you're so far removed from right. it. Right. And if you knew the facts of it, it would it wouldn't kind of sit with you. And it's the same thing. It translates the same way into religion. You you get fed one story, mm -hmm. and it's told so many times over and over again, over and over again, how it's right for to go in here and kill every man, woman, child, baby, because that's our land. Mm -hmm. So that's what God said, go in there and murder everyone. Go in there and kill everybody. Right? You can hear that so many times that you think it's okay. I mean, that it doesn't even bother you anymore. But now, if, in a modern sense, if you say, okay, we're going to go in here and we're just going to slaughter everybody, you'd be the first one up on TV talking about how this is not right and, you know, mm -hmm. how we shouldn't do this and everything else. Mm -hmm. It's just, it's kind of a twisted thing. So it goes back to natural, what feels natural. Right. And you had these feelings because something wasn't right. At least in your mind, something mm -hmm. wasn't right. At least in my mind, mm -hmm. something wasn't right. You know. It didn't resonate. Did not resonate. <laughs> What do, you, do you feel like religion, um, and I'm going to incorporate spirituality into this as well. Do you feel like religion and spirituality or a person can be religious and be highly spiritual or are they separate? I, I think absolutely. And, and I think they are separate. And so I, I believe somebody can be religious mm -hmm. and highly spiritual. Right. But I also believe that religion and spirituality uh, are separate or a, re a religion can actually be based off of a form of spirituality mm -hmm. and, it, and it wouldn't be for one of the five major religions uh well you know what i haven't studied hinduism and taoism or whatnot or so Buddhism. i mean they, they tend to be more spiritual i believe than 
you know, Christianity right. or, or Islam. But I do believe that um, somebody can be, I think religion is just the system around it's a belief system. So it's a system that's created around whatever they believe. Mm -hmm. And I do believe that some people, um, there are a lot of people that are Christian that are highly spiritual. And I think those are the people that actually get more out of that belief system. Mm -hmm. I highly believe that those are the people that can actually look at maybe some of the teachings from a higher perspective, mm -hmm. more in a metaphysical perspective mm -hmm. and not take every verse in the Bible, literally. Mm -hmm. They're able to see with their mind's eye and understand what Jesus and God and all the other um, figures in the Bible were actually teaching. Mm -hmm. So I, I do feel like those people can can um, get a lot more and, and actually can teach others that are ready for it right. to understand right. some of the higher teachings. Right. You know, and, and, at, and at the risk of sounding like religion is like it's all bad and, and no it's not. good. And it's absolutely, not, it's, absolutely not. It's great for some people because right. it is a vehicle for them to understand. And I, I do think religion and going to church, if a person is, some people need to be in a community to help them raise their vibration. I think that's what going to church actually being, you know, with a group of people, it helps you raise your vibration, you're singing, you're praying together. And when you get a group of people, like-minded people doing the same things, I honestly believe that you actually will raise up higher. And that's why people go to church and they leave feeling better. And they expect that high to actually keep them floating to the next Sunday when it's not supposed to be like that. You need to do the daily things, whether it's reading your your Bible or whatever scriptures that help elevate you, you need to be doing that every day. It's not just every Sunday, just being with the group because that does feel good for people. Now, I'd like to interject that a lot of that is due to, as you stated, it's that, that crowd mm -hmm. and that group. Mm -hmm. And another, another term for that is a mob. And when they say a mob mentality, that's another term term for that. All these, these feelings and emotions that are evoked. Um, it happens in, 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 in entertainment venues. happens at football games. Mm -hmm. um, when you go there, that's the exact same thing that, that's happening at the football game that happens in church. Except then this, this form of religion, you know, is, is pertains to football. And these people that they're praising, they're, the God is the team. Mm -hmm. Um now, these other people might be different components of that, which is why they're allowed to be ridiculed or whatever. But the team, the Bucks, you know, I revere these Bucks. It's a, they're placed in a position of reverence. And you got all these people who are cheering for this team. And it's and, and like the wave goes around mm -hmm. the stadium. All those people, thousands of people participate in the same thing. So much power in there has the ability to change their emotion and change their mentality and change the way they feel. And... They just like that. They leave there feeling elevated, feeling better if things go their way, mm -hmm. right? Um, and and then now they're trying to make it through the week until the next football game. <laughs> so, so I, you know, I, I I get it. I mean, it, there's a benefit there. For whatever for helps some you people, get through. For know? some people, that really helps them, you know, mm -hmm. stay in that that I call it energetic a higher vibration it helps them get through and feel closer to closer to god right. which i've always considered myself a lone wolf when it comes to most things i don't need a crowd to help uplift me i've always said that god or your higher power is wherever you are that's exactly how i look at it i don't have to be in a group of people to feel that connection with God or, you know, spirit. I can get it wherever I am. I can be at Disney World on a roller coaster ride and feel <laughs> feel that feeling. But why is that? Um I feel like because I have I have a conscious connection 
with spirit. I have a strong connection and I know it's within me. So it, it, what's interesting is that I was about to comment on what you had said. And what I was about to comment, instead of comment, I just asked you that question. Mm -hmm. And you said exactly what I was about to comment. Mm -hmm. The reason you feel that way is because one, you know, it, it, you don't need to go through someone else to get no. to the God, God. Right. And two, it's within you, right. not outside of you. And, right. and another hazard, and it might sound like I'm knocking, uh, <laughs> knocking the church or knocking you know what i'm saying but you have bad experiences <laughs> I, I did have a few but but i had some great experiences as well but i'm not knocking it yeah. what i'm saying is that anytime you introduce another element you introduce another element you, mm -hmm. you know it's so you do need a mastermind you do need a group of people like-minded people yeah. you know um and when they're all thinking that way or, or working toward the same man it's a great yeah, thing it's more but when you introduce somebody or something that's not and that person is allowed access to your mastermind simply be for just by showing up <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You, you can cause can issues throw, throw off the resonance huh? <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> um. you know I, I, I think it probably happens um for the good more more so than for the bad Mm -hmm. You know, it's probably more greater greater good in it than there is than there is bad in it. And I think know. we both know people that religion um, is one aspect of, of going to church, but then there's a hierarchy as opposed to the the person that leads the church becomes almost like God. And I think that's where pastors. a lot of, right, pastors, reverends, bishops, whatever you want to call it, I think that's where religion starts to, um, some parts of it start to crumble because people put more faith in this person as opposed to listening to their own guidance and listening to what that person is saying and use, you know, interp interpreting his words. Mm -hmm from a higher perspective, you know, using your own mind to, to go, mm, yeah, pastor, I agree with that. Or if he says something that just doesn't sound right, like, uh, I don't know if I, I accept that as truth. But then you got a hard heart. Well, and you refuse to listen no, to the word of God. See, and see then that you is, got a problem because that, you're not listening to what I'm telling you. And that would be the person that is going to be kind of ousted or looked at. Um, or just made to feel a certain right, way. Right, you will be made to feel a certain way. But the ones that just hang on to every word and this person is viewed as God, I, I just don't, that's what I don't like about right. certain churches and the religious religious aspect of church. You know, and that, that works the opposite way too. Um, people can't disconnect the the message from the messenger right right um you see it everywhere outside of church yeah, and you see it, like you know down the road politics uh, it's everywhere true. it's everywhere if the message is right then it's right mm -hmm. um granted a lot of messages like you can't prove that they're right or wrong which enter enter the other part of the problem right but if you could prove that the message was right this particular message and it was proof to substantiate it then you should you should focus on the message not the messenger mm -hmm. so I, I could be a crackhead and if i come and tell you i say god loves you well god loves you i mean that's the truth mm -hmm. um whether the crackhead said it or the person over here who's above <laughs> above reproach said it so focus right. on the message not the messenger exactly. but it becomes so diff it becomes so difficult when the organizational structure and the religion yeah. begins to edify and exalt individuals. Uh, well, the pastor deserved this, the pastor deserved that, the pastor did this. And we start building the pastor up. Mm. And then, you know, it, something happens and then it's a problem. Something like what? Oh, <laughs> oh the pastor. Money's missing. Or, or, or the pastor was, was hemming up little boys. Or, yeah. you, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> something like that. Now, the same dude that was him a little bit might have said some stuff that was absolutely right, absolutely true and correct, right? How much of what 
of what was became a part of that religion or that doctrine or that teaching uh, was strictly from that from that perspective. Now, but it was that individual's input, mm-hmm. and then and now you get the individual input of somebody who's hemming up a little boy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I mean, it's it's. So it's tricky. It is. It's tricky. That's exactly <laughs> what I was going to say. It's very tricky because yeah. it's a fine line. Um, <laughs> and in no way are we bashing Christianity or any religion. No. Um, we just know that I feel like a person should really trust how they feel. And when you hear a message, does it resonate with you? Do you find truth to your core in that message? Regardless of who it's coming from, whether it's from your pastor, from a deacon, from, you know, a spiritual advisor, does it resonate with you? And, and you know, you it, have to, I think, number one, you need to trust yourself when it comes to any belief. Trust how you feel about what you're learning, what you're bringing into your consciousness. You know, I, I see that, that, that is another door opener. You know, there's a lot of people who tell you that, uh, that your feelings aren't paramount. Mm. As your feelings, mm-hmm. uh, and mm. your feelings change. No, and they, they you know right. what I'm saying? And you're but, entitled but, to but, change but, those. See, but God is unchanging. <laughs> he don't change. You know, <laughs> this God is, is is right. Has always been right. Will always be right. And is unchanging and immovable. So your feelings, you can't trust your feelings mm. because your feelings will change. That's just the mood you in. Yeah, <laughs> you know, you feel. You know what I'm saying? You ever, you ever heard stuff I like that before, that before? You know, I have. And so I think that's a mixing, which is which is true in a way. Um, <laughs> but it's a mixture. It's 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 almost taking like beating you up uh, aside the head with a uh, a weapon. It's it's hitting below the belt is what it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's and it's taking away the value. Uh, there's a reason why you feel a certain way. There's a reason, and it's and it's diminishing that. Right. You know, right. and it's and it's and it's it's trying to cause you not to trust. Well, I, I think, yourself. but I think, um, the reason for that is because I think that there's a different. I think emotions are reactions, and I think there's a definite difference between an emotion and an intuition. Mm-hmm. We use the word feeling as if it only pertains to emotions, but sometimes you have a feeling that's not emotion based. It's it's a knowing. It's a level right. of knowing that you have about something um, that is not just exactly based on your emotion. You know, I feel I have, I feel this way about this. I feel this way about that. And, and I think what we're really trying to say sometimes is that I know this or that on some level. But I do. I know. feel like your emotions are a barometer of your intuition. I mean, the feelings and, and knowings that you get, I think that you get a knowing and your body responds to whether it's mentally, emotionally to whatever that is that you information you get from a higher source. So I feel Not, like it's all connected. I do believe there are some, there's a, there's a, uh, you know, that's, physical that's our, to. I think that's our, our GPS system that, that we're all born with. Mm-hmm. So it, it's, and I do feel like sometimes people are brought up to not trust what they feel. Mm-hmm. And that is so wrong. We should all acknowledge and, and, and trust. And if you don't act, even if you don't act on what you feel, at least take note of it. Mm-hmm. Acknowledge it. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay. I'm sensing this because it may come to you and, and come to light a little bit later. You know, you may get that message or you may hear something that proves why you felt the way you felt. So I, I do, you know. You know, I, I when I was younger in in church, I would get, I would, nowadays they would say I feel some type of way. What does that mean anyway? I feel, I feel some type of way. But anyway, I would get these feelings. Uh. I would literally experience in a, uh, like an, uh, almost like a transformation. I would literally change based on uh, certain circumstances and certain energies that I had around me, like at church. 
Um, and I remember, like, like when you said, you have a right to feel certain ways. And, and I might not be able to explain it. I don't know exactly why. I just know this is how I feel. Mm-hmm. You know, I remember my mother, boy, you're so mean. <laughs> like, you know why? You know, why you, no, oh, I heard that too many times. Oh my God! Up. But it, it wasn't. It wasn't a, uh, an aggressive right. thing. It was a protective yeah. thing. You know, <laughs> I, and I, I, I was shields up. Yeah. You know, because I, because what I saw was I, I could literally see energies around that 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 didn't necessarily uh, intend anything good. Toward me. So this is that church. Well, give us. I mean, give. Tell me the story. We want details. We want details. What happened? Well, here's the thing. It, it's, it's happened on so many different give occasions. I'll give you one detail. Okay. All right. Um, okay. After church, you know, people would get together in uh, not the parsonage, the the annex. Mm-hmm. Right. Go over, have food. Mm-hmm. This, that, and the other. You know. And I remember one time. Um, I was over on that side. I was talking to my mother about something. Uh, I can't remember what it was, but at the time, it was it was pretty doggone important. Right. Important to me. And I remember a bunch of uh, you know a bunch of girls coming over, a bunch of folks coming over, and they wanted to talk to talk to my mother and this, that, and the mm-hmm. other. Um, and I immediately felt this this like I said, I changed. You know. Um, did it feel negative, or did it feel? It, it did. And, and, and his, intruding energy but it was it was it was beyond that mm-hmm. it, was, it was beyond it. it was almost like um like it was it was there was a negative intent almost towards from me. and do you feel that energy was coming from the people i do okay i do trying to i do and, and you know and, and it was um i just remember feeling it was shields up yeah you know, and when I say negative energy, I, it, it, it not like somebody might wanted to murder me right, or, right. or something but like that. Right, right, right. Yeah. And it was just like she was up. I changed. It was just like you know, I you know, I'm not, I'm not digging. I remember my mom like, "You so mean. Why are you so mean? Why you act like that?" And it, it, what it you was, felt, you probably felt like their intentions just were not. You know, as good. I get older, I, and I, like I said, more experience, I look back at it and. It's. I think what it was is for me. It felt fraudulent. It felt fake. It felt disingenuous. Mm. You know. Yeah. Um, so it wasn't a life or death type situation. It's not like when I say these energies, it's, it's some like you see in the movies, it's evil coming out of right. you know, <laughs> you're trying to murder you and kill you. But it was just the fact that when I say it didn't feel, it didn't, it wasn't to my benefit. Um, and it, it was harmful in a way because it was disruptive. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, and did you find out at some point, maybe a little later, that that was true? Your feelings were I found out a lot, of, a lot of things later on uh, about that. Yes, my feelings were accurate. Okay. And see, that's right. what I mean. Trust in that gut, um, that gut feeling. It that, was something so simple, though. But I knew. <gasps> You know, that's just from a highly sensitive person. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, one yeah. of the benefits of being highly sensitive. Yeah, yeah. It's, but um, um it's uh, it's it can be a good thing, but it can also it also has its drawbacks. That's true. Now, yeah. it's it, about religion. Um, I know you are well-versed when mm-hmm. it comes to scripture no I, I, i'm not gonna say <laughs> and i'm joking i'm just oh, saying oh, no, you I'm not can, gonna say that. Nah. can you pull out a scripture mm-hmm. that can be interpreted in a metaphysical way you can give us the scripture and and look at it from a, a metaphysical and standpoint see. from your eye your view well like um i'll tell you what i'm not like i said i'm not a I'm not a walking. I have one. Let me find it. Um, Mark, you know what? There's one. Um, and they made a movie about this. Matter of fact, I had a client that she gave me this movie. Hmm. It's called The Prayer Room okay. or The War. No, it's called War Room. Um, very good movie. Mm-hmm. But. 
This is the scripture that reminds me of that movie. And it said, it's Matthew chapter 6, verse 6. But thou, when thou prayest, enter into thy closet, and when thou hast shut thy door, pray to thy Father, which is in secret. And thy Father, which seeth, seeth in secret, shall reward thee openly. Hmm. Now in this movie, this woman had a prayer closet and she was having marital issues so she literally made a prayer closet to go into and do all of her her prayer I mean deep intentional prayer mm-hmm. that to me that's literal but on a spiritual level mm-hmm. more metaphysical level I think it means something totally different I I, I think it means meditating and praying within, going within your own mind, shutting off all the outside, and tuning in to God and connecting that way. So, when somebody, if somebody asks you what, what um, tuning into God, uh, I, I, I think we, we, let's go backwards for just for a split second. And, Different religions say God is someone or something different. Right, right. Or your uh, higher power, whatever right. it may be. Right. So there are many names. You would say... And it could be your higher self. <laughs> whatever it is you believe. Um, okay, so here's one. Uh, you asked what a verse that would have a metaphor. But a large, I think a good portion of the Bible is... Um, the majority of it, mm-hmm. I would say, you know, some things jump out more. And if you had a scale or a meter, as far as metaphysical um, is concerned, we because we know metaphysical meaning means beyond the physical. Most right. of everything that they talk about, and it's just about is you know beyond, it, right? It's supernatural. But like um, Mark eleven twenty four. Mm-hmm. Therefore, I tell you, whatever you ask for in prayer, believe that you have received it, and it will be yours. That's, I mean, if, if, if you think about it, that's just, it's, it's just like what it says. It's believing right. that what it, whatever you desire, whatever you ask for. It's already. It's already there. So you're manifesting it. Right. You know, you're manifesting that in your life because of, the, you're, you're, because of your belief mm-hmm. and the strength of that belief. You know, and on another level, they say that it's already there. It just needs to show up in your reality. Right. That was so. Who was that? Somebody was talking about. Oh, about um, multiple realities. Mm-hmm. And there's and there's a reality when, in which everything exists. Mm-hmm. And, and when he was talking about this, now he's going into quantum physics. Mm-hmm. He's talking about being able to reach into that that <laughs> realm, pulling it out, pulling yeah. it out here, or as far as time too, yeah. like there, there's, there's no a time, everything that happened to you in the past is still happening yeah, at that it's, moment. There's no such thing as time, as time. or linear it's time. It's an illusion. Right. Yeah. Right. And, and in the future, everything that's to happen is happening right now. Mm-hmm. So it's constantly going on. I agree with that. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, um, you're talking about verses or parts of the Bible where it starts to talk about. There was a part, I think it's, I want to say Mark. 24 mm-hmm. 24th chapter Let's see if I can. and then and notice 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 what we started doing here we 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 um we're actually talking about different parts in the bible mm-hmm. because that's the religion that we were exposed right, to right to uh growing up right you know yeah. um so that that says volumes mm-hmm. in its own Right there. Right. You know, Mark uh, the twenty four. There was a. What is it? I have one. While you're looking for that, Matthew chapter six verse twenty two says, "The light of the body is in the eye." If therefore thine eye be single, the body shall shall be filled with light. So to me, 
on a metaphysical how I interpret that is when it says the light of the body is in the eye I actually feel like it's saying that our consciousness is light and that we're we have a light body and also that if that I be single you hear you've heard people mystics talk about the third eye mm -hmm. opening the third eye and when you open your third eye you actually do become more light field and when, when I say light field I mean that you're 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 illuminated mm -hmm. you have wisdom beyond anything here on earth so that's how I interpret that on a metaphysical <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you get that from from church. No, no, <laughs> from you your local get, pastor. It, it, you wouldn't get anything anywhere near that. Yeah, um, in church, I think it, it it's just weird how. Um, what's the best way to put it? It's kind of like take financial literacy, right? Um, you can't hold anything against your parents that they didn't tell you right. that they didn't know right. because they gave you what they knew exactly. Uh, and it's the same thing that, and, and, and at the time that they gave it to you, you know, what is what you do? You take take you twenty dollars every time you get paid, you stick it under that mattress, <laughs> and you keep them twenty dollars under that mattress, and you keep adding twenty dollars to it. When you get to, when you turn 50, 60 years old, how much money are you gonna have under that mattress? You have a lot of money under that mattress, right? And which is true, but so, but unless the house burns down, that, that or there's a lack of understanding about how inflation works right and how the value of that money is going to be completely different in the, in, the, in the future so inflation is one thing interest what are you paying interest on that you could have eliminated all that by like twenty dollars and sitting under the mattress mm -hmm. use of the money usage you took it out of circulation the benefits of removing money from circulation versus circulating your money mm -hmm. you know uh slowing it down versus speeding it up mm -hmm. and moving it moving it moving it moving it um so but they didn't know any different or their grandparents didn't know any different. Right. Their great grandparents didn't know any different. I mean, and us as black folks probably came from more of a disadvantage in that area because a lot of us came from uh, uh, various situations economically. Right. Um, that that feed into the condition that we're in today. Now we're just in a day and age where we where we have access to so much knowledge and information. Many you know, those excuses resources. are gone. But we we now that we can learn more, we need to learn more. So now. It becomes a, a verse where now we have a, an access to knowledge and information that we did not have before. Mm -hmm. And religion, some religion, some re, re, religious or overly religious or religious zealots will tell you not to tap that information, <laughs> that knowledge, because we're going to keep working off the same information that trickled through before. Mm -hmm. It was. It may have been incomplete. It may have been only what somebody wanted you to know at that time, right? Right. And I'm not talking about God. I'm talking about mankind. I'm talking about people. Um, and we're not going to tap in. We're not going to Google. We're not going to use uh, the, <laughs> Don't the use internet. your resources. <laughs> right. No, just listen. Listen to me. I'm going to tell you something. This encyclopedia. This is encyclopedia. This book right here, this encyclopedia. Oh, my Britannica. Goodness. <laughs> now, see, yeah, see, see, this in this book right here, this encyclopedia is everything you need to know about nature. Under end, you see this end right here. You go up there, and you pull that book down. <laughs> we got all these books, twenty six of them plus plus two. We got all these books up here, and these books are gonna give you the knowledge and the information that you need to work your way through life. Everything that you need is in these books. All of it. <laughs> That was written in 1963. 19. Before we discovered this, before <laughs> right. we discovered that. Now, right. if you need to know about the space shuttle, <laughs> and she ain't gonna find it in this encyclopedia because it wasn't invented yet when they came up with this encyclopedia. Oh my so, I, I, when you when you say that, maybe think about that because that's how I, I, I see that. You know, when you tapping tapping into what it is is there. It may not have been recorded, or you may not have what it was recorded on mm -hmm. but it does exist and information does right. exist absolutely you know? does yeah it does exist become illuminated mm -hmm. allow yourself to be illuminated illuminated yes illuminated it, it's funny because even even that's made to sound like a bad thing though to be yeah. illuminated yeah. illuminated what is illuminati 
Oh, goodness. <laughs> the oh, Illuminated goodness. was, right? Yeah. Okay. Right. Hey, y'all confusing <laughs> that could be, though. And sometimes somebody who didn't know any better. I remember when I first started hearing, hearing, hearing terms like Illuminated and the light. And I think about, you know, the Masons, Freemasonry, everything is like, it's just bad. Anytime you want more knowledge, mm -hmm. then you're accused of trying to be like God or higher power. Or you think you are God? <laughs> so. Yeah, that's uh, just a little sidebar. Um, I was there was a guy who was doing a talk on uh, religion. He was talking about the creation in the Bible, creation story. Mm -hmm. He talked about um, you know, because there are two two tellings of the creation story, and they're told a little bit different in Genesis, mm -hmm. you know, one and two. It had told a little bit different, and it almost, he was making some points, and I was like, dang, it, it does sound like he's got a great point there, mm -hmm. you know. Um, to me, it's like arguing about something that, you know, it's like two people, it's, it's something that's confined in a box. So it's like two rats in a box arguing. Right. And don't know that. <laughs> there's a world outside of this box. They just in this little box, and they're both arguing about what's right inside Their that little own box. Little perspectives, right? And so you're giving this little area to to fight in a ring, like a boxing ring. You know, you're giving this little area, and they go back and forth arguing about what who's going to win the fight in that ring. And there's a there's a thousand other boxing rings, a thousand other matches mm -hmm. going on at one time. You're just one little fight over here. You think you're solving the world's problems, and you're, <laughs> but anyway, uh, he talked about how, um, in his understanding of it, that uh, in the beginning, you know, Elohim mm -hmm. uh, created the heavens and earth. But Elohim is a plural. It's not. A, it's not a. Um, it's not a singular. So. Basically, that would be translated to the gods, or the gods created the heavens and earth. Uh, and when he talks about the creation of man, male and female, created he them. It's uh, his interpretation was that man at that point in time, male, and female, man was androgynous, was male and female in the in the same, um, you know, the same body. And then and then uh, he talks about Jehovah uh, was the one who separated. Yeah. The male from the female, and this is when all our problems started. Thought it was pretty interesting, but it was it was interesting that somebody could come up with a completely different <laughs> story that you that you never heard before. I was like, dang, that's a new one. I never heard that one before. But, but completely like different. Him. Yeah, you could have a point. Yeah, but <laughs> completely different, you know. Yeah, uh, and then you can see how it's almost like okay, so let's let's take it up a notch. I'm more interested in what's higher, you know. Um, all this down here is, is is so debatable, but I'm just inter I'm more interested into the higher thought, you know, uh, the basics. What's more basic that that ha that that draws me more. Um, like what? I mean, because I feel like the higher you get, the less proof. I mean, there's no proof. They, but they, but there you go. It, it's everything. It's all going to be debated. I feel it. That's the thing. It's but subjective. I feel like I feel like in in a sense, religion can complicate things. Mm -hmm. And what I mean by that is is, is uh, take the organizational hierarchy and the structure of a church, a church organization. You, it, it, essentially, wait. You have, you have all these people being installed in between you mm -hmm. and God. Right. You know, and, and then at the same time, your role, that's what organizations do. They, they, they pigeonhole you. You're, you, be, you. You get assigned a role within the organization. So now this is what you do. It's like being an ant in an ant colony. You do your job and you can slowly... Yeah, Maybe you can move up. Listen, God. To warrior ants. But no, but listen, <laughs> but God, God, it's God God's says. will. You see the way you work that broom? Everybody got a talent. <laughs> right? Your job ain't to preach. Everybody's job ain't to preach. <laughs> Everybody's job ain't to sing in the choir. Some people, everybody got to have a job to do. Your job happens to be pushing the broom. <laughs> 
and okay. be happy. That's right. I need you in Bible study. I need you in Sunday school. I need you in every church, sir. And I need you to push that broom <laughs> outside of those time frames. And that's 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 your role. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just I just I, 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 it's almost like uh, it's almost like a system designed to to keep you in a box. Basically. That's right. That's it. That's it. I think that's what it's all working towards yeah. is to keep you. And uh, only the chosen few are able to manage to get up, move up, to become anointed. Anointed. Oh, See, this anointed. is some of the things I have problems with. It's just it, oh, it's the wording. It's the terminology. Anointed. Now we he, got a ring structure. So only he, he's he better is than me now. He's right? the same he, age as you, but he's anointed. Oh, he's old and young enough to be your son. Yeah. Or your child, oh. but he's anointed. Yeah, he's you know? special. That right. means he's special. He has a stronger connection to God than you, right? Or your higher power. And yeah, I do have. I have a problem with labels and being yeah. boxed in. Yeah. But that's why I think spirituality is such a a personal journey, and that's why I think I found even as a kid being in church, you know, knowing that I had my own connection and and feeling that what everything that the pastor was saying wasn't always true i still understood and trusted how i felt on the inside so i love being a spiritual person and i don't necessarily have to be religious i love going to church because it does feel good mm -hmm. and i do love to hear teachings but i am highly spiritual and that allows me to walk a free journey I'm open to listen to different observations, mm -hmm. um, different information, and I'm free to change my mind if I so choose, if I feel like certain things don't resonate with me. Mm -hmm. So, hmm. um, so I, I mean, I just that's why I paused it for a second there. Um, I just wanted to check and make sure that was still rolling so I could kind of throwing on, on your on your point when you say that the spirituality is a personal journey and I agree with that wholeheartedly my thing is that that's kind of like what got me to um, where I'm at as far as spirituality and, and in a practical sense you know um, when you say it's a personal journey it what pops in my head is where it's like self you know self-acceptance self-responsibility that 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 type of thing. So it's 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 an internal thing. It's on you, mm -hmm. you know. Absolutely. And I like I like the word guide. You can have somebody that can guide you and kind of mm -hmm. point you in the direction, but but right. it's up to you to to, to walk apply your, right to apply what you mm -hmm. what information you're given or advice. Mm -hmm. um, I do like the word guide too, uh, but. There was a point that I wanted to make. You just said something, but I've lost, just flew out of my head that fast. Lost, lost track on it. Um, but yeah, you know, it's, it, it really is a personal thing. Um, and I think I, I tend to stray away from uh, anything that deals with uh, constriction. Right. <laughs> and, and, and certain types of absolutes. You know, certain right types wrong, of right, 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 because there's so much gray, mm -hmm. so much gray area, mm -hmm. um, so many things that we don't know that are, um, we just don't know. There are a lot of things that we don't know. I find myself often thinking in my mind when I hear somebody say certain things, like who gives, who gives you the right to speak for God and to. You know, by what right do you have to even say that? To, to you know, for some reason you 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 got you got a monopoly on God. All these people on this planet, hmm. in this plane, there's all these people, and you got a monopoly. You don't you just write, and you know it all. You know everything. It's like, come on, man, really? You know, the only reason that a lot of people like like uh, somebody's a Christian. The only reason they were, they're were Christian is because they weren't born up in a Muslim country. They weren't born in a Muslim country, or they weren't born in a Buddhist country. Right. They weren't born in, you know. And if you were born in these other places, you would believe just as staunchly, probably the exact same way 
you do in whatever religion you're right. in now right about that religion you know and then you would say these people are infidels and these people are you know you just, and, and that's the thing when you start talking about we're talking about love and God, and then turn right around and start talking about who are dogs and infidels because right. they don't believe the same, same way that you way. believe. Right, right. And I do believe that most religions, most of the major religions do have a core belief that's similar. Mm -hmm. uh, I think, you know, if you look, if you study most of them, they do strive for the same things. Um, but yeah, it's amazing how if you don't believe, if you're Christian and, you know, anyone outside of that, if they don't believe in Jesus, then they're not, they're not, you know, saved or they're not uh, <laughs> good people. Well, whoa, that's that right there. That I had a client that came to me and one of her requirements of anyone that she did business with or if she went to her nail tech they had to be able to talk about Jesus or even say the word Jesus if they weren't able to say the word Jesus then there was a demon yeah pretty much there was a demon so they can't you can't work here and I tell you now that's when rebellion kicked up in me because I'd be happy to have a conversation with you about Jesus but when you threaten and when you <laughs> you make a statement like that, oh. But 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 see now, and now in a more practical sense, I'm like, cool, all right. That's y'all. That's y'all's thing. Um, I don't want to work in a nail restaurant anyway, your nail tech place anyway. So uh, well, she was a customer. Oh, she was a customer. She was my client. Oh, and okay. she each time she come in for laser, she wanted to talk about Jesus. And if you weren't able to conversate about Jesus, then she made the statement the last time I saw her that um, she doesn't do business with people that won't even have speak. From a client saying, "Yes, speak about Jesus." And I had to, That's I had to clearly tell her that I don't talk about religious matters. I don't talk about politics. With my clients. Well, what about this though? So this is see. This is what she she probably you know. Jesus said to him, um, "I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me." I mean, how could you not be willing to talk about Jesus? <laughs> I mean, I, mean, <laughs> I love Jesus. Huh? Jesus, I work with Jesus closely. Yeah. I actually do. Right. I really do. Right. But. You know, for it's, someone to try to force me into a conversation. Right. Right. You know, I don't play by anybody else's rules. And I think that's the point that I'm making yeah. with, with my religious beliefs or spiritual beliefs. I don't play by anybody else's rules, but mine and she thinks my maybe, higher power. She thinks it's her job to witness. And I guess, too, I guess that's her way of weeding out people who may be demonic or um, maybe that just don't align with her same spiritual or, or religious beliefs. I don't play that mm -hmm. because I'm accepting of all people. It doesn't matter. I don't care what your your religious background is. If you're a good person, you're a good person. Right. I don't care what you believe. Yeah. You know? And, I, I'm, I'm and I see beyond religion. I see down, I see the core of a person. Right. And, and their character. Yeah. And then you got the other, the other parts of it too. Like, who is Jesus? Where did that name come from? Jesus. Where, who it, it, was that? The person that they're referring to was that his name? <laughs> where does where does the name Jesus come from? <laughs> they had no J's in Hebrew back back then, so it wasn't Jesus. It was something else. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so so you have something that's been translated, flipped around, whatever, and then that becomes the. Uh, the power in the name of the the power would be in the name of this individual, this person. That's where the power would be in that name, not in the na a name that didn't exist, <laughs> right? That's one school thought. I guess the other school thought could be uh, it's the intent behind it, the it fact is. that you are worshiping 
the Son of God. And that's the that's it doesn't matter if the name is correct or not. And and you another know? way to think of it is no different any t like a cross, mm -hmm. a symbol a symbol. That cross has power because of so many people have put their energy into believing mm -hmm. that that cross has power. Mm -hmm. So it does. Mm -hmm. It literally does. So that can happen. So then it can happen with anything. Right. So yes, the name a of charm, Jesus. Yes, uh, a name. Uh, uh, the name of Jesus has power because of years and years, hundreds of thousands of people putting their belief and their intention and you know power their own personal power into that name. And, it, and would yes. have, it, it would have power if just your belief. Yeah. And and yeah, uh, but, but you know a symbol or you know his name, mm -hmm. it does because of so many people. Right. Yeah, it's multiplied. Right. And when you start, when you when you look at it from a metaphysical standpoint, what I find interesting yeah. is that somebody else could come from a, a completely different, like a, almost a scientific side of the house, and would say that, you know, um, if you believe in something, if you believe somebody believed in something so great, yeah, that they thought, um, like a woman whose child was trapped under a car, and she believed that if she lifted under that car and she said Jesus at the time that the power <laughs> of Jesus would lift that car for a child. Yeah. Somebody else would say, no, she believed she it was her belief that enabled her to lift the car off off the child. Then somebody else could say, you know, it was just it adrenaline. Was a, it was a, a physical reaction that took place <laughs> in her that body. Adrenaline that put right. you know her right. desire to save right. her child. Right. Yeah, that right. adrenaline pulsing through her, right. her, her veins. <laughs> right. So there's so many different ways you could yeah. you could uh yeah. You can approach that, I guess, and that's that's the foundation for so many different religions and brief leases. It's a different take. And this is, the, alert. this is the great thing about um, these talks. Uh -huh. You know, I hope that our, our viewing audience, our listening audience is, you know, open to look at religion and spirituality in a, a more accepting way. Um, I for myself, I'm not coming from a point of bashing any side. I just say, stay open, stay open to being accepting of new information, information, new ideas, and don't lock yourself in to either or. Mm -hmm. If that's not what you feel led to do, but if if religion helps you become a more spiritual person and in touch with God and communing with others, by all means. Do that, but if you choose to walk the spiritual path, I feel like there's nothing wrong with that either, because you're free to be. I think you're free to ascend to heights that you've never been able to reach. My my take on that would be that it, in terms of religion, there's so many things that we can't prove, right? It, but that doesn't mean that it's it's wrong to believe a certain way or to ascribe to a certain belief system. I would just say that it, it, it's okay to, to say I don't know when it comes in terms of certain things certain things it's okay to say that you don't know a thing he that knows something knows that he doesn't know anything at all really there's so, so much that we don't know and if we can admit that to ourselves it would it would improve the way that we could deal with others uh, we can sit here and have a, a conversation you can sit there and have conversations with other people without it becoming something that's that's uh, disrespectful uh, or in, in some cases even violent all because we believe something different you know that's that's a big problem with a, a lot of the things that are going on in the world today is that people have hostility towards each other because they had they couldn't have a different belief system you know I think we should we should kind of lean on some of the things that we do know for a fact like how you treat people the things that you can control, you know, how you act towards somebody, um, how you allow them to treat you, the things that you take responsibility for. And I don't think that a religion gives anybody a way out. I think oftentimes religion is used as a way to um, place responsibility for things on somebody else. Something happened to them, either uh, the devil did it or God did it, but they didn't do anything. And that's the problem that I have. Um, with that you know it, it's ultimately it's you and you're responsible for what happens to your life in, within your life so in terms of dealing with higher power and higher energy i just think that we need to become 
when this again this is my personal opinion i believe that we become we need to become less religious and more spiritual that's just how i feel about it awesome awesome so i want to remind our our listening audience to to make sure when you listen to us subscribe so you can get all the latest podcasts the latest uploads on video as well on youtube um and and rate us hopefully you'll give us five stars it's no charge so <laughs> awesome so um religion i mean there's there's, there's so much more that we could touch on um but those were some of the things that really stood out for me i'm looking forward to the next conversation me too and if you guys have any suggestions as far as topics feel free please leave us a comment email address (laughs) (laughs) Uh, open conversations at gmail.com you can email us and we'll look forward to seeing you soon this is you if you're watching this on youtube just leave something in the comment section down below um if there's any topic that you'd love to, to see a conversation on or that you would love to offer your input on put that in the comment section below We'll, we'll talk about that at some point. Eventually, we'll be doing some things live and uh, offering other people the, the opportunity to, to give us their input so that we can open up the discussion and make it a, a wide open type of thing. Absolutely. All right. So thanks for coming out, and we'll see you on the next podcast. Take care. See you later. <laughs>